Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi guys, Hi. this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And I'm getting over a cold, finally. Oh my God, you have been sick this I've been time. sick, me, Brian Rucker, king of immunity. Brian, I know, I did think you had more immunity than that. It's not my fault though. There were horrible fires uh, in the Los Angeles area last oh, yeah. weekend. Mm. And they all the smoke came down, both because... John and I were hanging out in Burbank last weekend. Oh. We went to a movie and then we went to um, the class. He was placed in Burbank, the the rooftop bar on the Holiday Inn. That's my favorite Someone restaurant was having a birthday party. Yeah, it was yes. great. But that was like where the, not the epicenter of the fire, but it was very close. Yeah. And so even through, like it wasn't even an open air rooftop. It was all closed in, but you could still smell the smoke and stuff. Mm. And then the next day at home, the smoke was just as bad. That's horrible. And John got sick and then I got sick and that's the story of my week. Wow. That's a terrible week. Yeah. I, I'm getting slightly better. I went to a health food store just before I came over here and oh, cause Goop um, encouraged us to remember about those immunity chews. Oh yeah. Don't in the forget. newsletter. Yeah. And so. Never forget the Goop never, chews. Yeah. The, uh, d- what, what's it called? No absences or something. Don't miss a beat. Yeah, it's like never, no sick days. Or something. Say, yeah, like yeah. present, like yeah. present, <laughs> present teacher. I think something like that. Uh, but they, you know, they're obviously so expensive. But I went to Lassen's, which is the local Christian themed health food store in this neighborhood. <laughs> I heard the Christian people don't own it anymore. Okay, that makes me feel better. Yeah, because everybody used to be like, you can't go there because they were they supported Prop Eight. Yeah, they gave money yeah. to Prop Eight, but that was you know the. It's settled, settled law, guys. I don't know. But uh, they had elderberry, because elderberry is the chief active ingredient in those goop chews. Yeah. And they had like elderberry gummies at Lassen's. Oh, they Ni- did? 90 of them for like 20 bucks. So I got those. Um. Yeah. I mean, like you are getting into newsletter territory for me, to be oh, honest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can, we can uh, put um, a pin in it. But I understand that. I understand. I got those. I got 
the kick it which is an immunity uh spray that has like echinacea and golden oh, yeah, seal and yeah, stuff yeah. and then i already have oregano oil at home which is basically an herbal antibiotic you're not supposed to take it a lot but when you're sick because it just like it's kills too powerful. It, yeah it's too powerful it kills everything in your system it tastes i mean it's rough Oh, and I also had a, a bad turmeric experience this morning. Oh, no. I like was putting, I, okay, I, I bought low fat yogurt, mm-hmm. which is its own sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And then I usually do a little shake of turmeric in there. And I forgot that I'd taken out the like little screen because I, because oh, no. I had, I had like needed it, needed like a teaspoon or something to go in there for something else I was making. And I just did my normal shake and so much of it got in. Ugh. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to waste all that turmeric. I'll just eat it. And oh, I just mixed it in. God. And I was near it was near gagging territory by the end of the bowl of yogurt but you ate it anyway yeah i didn't want to waste the turmeric and i wanted i needed it for my immune system but don't you feel like it's a waste to like shove it down your throat while you're almost throwing up probably (laughs) like isn't that as much of a waste as throwing in the garbage well but i i didn't throw up so it and then i thought oh my god can you can you overdose on turmeric is it like you're okay yeah but then but then i didn't take my normal turmeric pill that yeah. I usually do Wise. to counteract. So you don't want to OD on turmeric. I do not. That would be the saddest like, way to OD. Yeah. You OD'd on turmeric and oregano. <laughs> you just like eat a salad and you die. Oh, I mean, that is that would really uh, ruin all my street cred if I overdosed on turmeric and oregano. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that you can't. Good. Well, I'm, I'm still here. Good. Uh, how was your week? How's your back pain? My back pain is... Uh, ever present mm-hmm. i'm obsessed with it it's obsessed with me uh we're friends now and enemy we're frenemies is that what you're is, are you supposed to become friends with your pain is that what people um, say i n- no well maybe like how you're supposed maybe, to become probably, friends with your anxiety probably Marilyn marianne williamson probably thinks that oh yeah i'm not 100 percent sure but i wouldn't be surprised if she did that sounds like something she would say um of course, she unfortunately was not in the presidential debate again, but she is not suspending her campaign. Do not get it twisted. Her emails are so crazy now. She's like, I'm not quitting. I'll never quit. I'll never and then quit. She's always like, this is the least democratic thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, she's sort of getting into Tulsi territory. But Tulsi's on the stage. I know. Tulsi has nothing to complain about. Why is Tulsi? Why is Tulsi there? Why is Klobuchar there? Klob did a good job at the Klo- debate she was feisty she, she was, was feisty. bringing it to elizabeth she's like i'm a moderate who will change nothing and that's why people like me yeah her and pete Buttigieg, the two spicy moderates yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's They're- like fucking crazy evangelical christians in minnesota voted for this bitch i am uh, yeah they did and then like they're like the cool joe biden well they're the like less senile joe biden yeah uh, um but and then Marianne, Unfortunately, nowhere to be seen. Um, but she is literally not. What about that guy, that rich guy that was there? Tom Steyer. Yeah. Tom Steyer. I mean, he just bought his way in. It was like he got a VIP ticket and he was able to be on the stage. But then why can't, you know, Marianne be on the stage? She's not a billionaire. That's she. Unfair. Yeah. I don't know how, because he could obviously pay for like getting as many donors as he needed, but. I don't know how you pay for the polls to get, because that was Marianne's problem. She never got 2% never in got as many in polls. polls. But he, because I think because Tom Steyer had all those commercials about impeachment a while ago. So I think people like knew who he was. Yeah. But I wonder why he did, why he's even there. Some of these people, I'm like, why are They're just doing egomaniacal this? crazy people. Yeah. Like even people who are like more 
front runners than uh than like Tom Steyer, like Beto O'Rourke or somebody, or well, even like uh, honestly, even um like uh, what's his uh, Cory uh, Booker, Cory Booker, Buttigieg, any of them. I'm like, why are you even here? Just stop. I think part of it, you know, they're raising their profile, and they're some of them might be like running for vice president. Mm. Uh, like I think Castro and maybe Booker, I, Pete. I think Pete has a shot at the nomination, honestly. Oh, really? Yeah, because he's like at 14% in Iowa. If if Biden really craters and people want an alternative to Elizabeth, I think, I don't know. I mean, I he's not really an alternative to Elizabeth. He's an alternative to Biden. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they want a less liberal alternative to oh, Elizabeth. And if, and if Biden doesn't seem viable. Yeah. But who knows? I'm sort of becoming like you that I'm like, eh. As long as someone gets the nomination, I'll vote for them in the end. Yeah. Uh, I thought Bernie like, did a great job in the debate. I know, me too. Yeah, he's great. And he got the endorsement of the squad. Yeah, which I'm like, why is this news? I mean, I get it. It's a big deal, but it's, I mean. It sort of doesn't do anything for anyone because it's like the people that, like it's it's not, it's a very expected endorsement. Like no shit. Like AOC endorsed Bernie yeah. Sanders. Like yeah, I knew that she was going to endorse Bernie. Like the only reason that she's even in politics is because of because Bernie of Sanders. And it probably honestly like helps Elizabeth Warren to like try to get some quote unquote moderate votes. If she's like, look, I'm not as crazy as AOC. I mean, she's always been like, like that's kind of been her whole yeah. like little game this whole time where she's like, I'm exactly like Bernie, but like not totally not a crazy socialist like him, but well, exactly it's a game, but it's also like how to win. Maybe. And I think that the real, sort of like leftist like Bernie or bust people don't understand that like it is not enough to just win you over you need right. you actually do need to build a coalition yeah I know and yeah I agree yeah so uh, that's <laughs> our so intense your <laughs> eyes got so wide you're um, like don't and don't insult Elizabeth Warren on this podcast no 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 please insult her all you want I think it's stupid that she won't just say oh I you're gonna you're I'm gonna raise your taxes to pay for Medicare for all like just say it because everyone knows it's true. And well, that's the problem with her not saying that because um, it it makes the people that are like farther to the left not trust her. Yeah. Um, because they think that she's lying because she really wants to like do like a Buttigieg type of Medicare plan, but she won't admit it. Right. That's well, what they think, and like that's honestly where it will probably end up regardless of who's president of because we need you know well, we, all, we went through all this with obamacare yeah right you need, like it's not possible to just like go ahead and like implement whatever you want yeah but she she just i think she specifically doesn't want a video clip of her saying i will raise taxes so republicans don't play it over and over again during the election which is smart to do in the long run but in the short run seems yeah like a little uh, hedging her bets and wishy-washy but i get why she's doing it yeah. Uh, all right, moving on from politics. Wow, I didn't know that I was going to get into it, but well, we always do. Um, okay, so moving on. Gwyneth news, food news, diet news, pain, meds news. Okay, pain. Uh, all I can do is, I honestly, I might just like take a trip out to fucking Barnes and Noble and buy myself another Marianne book and just start reading it because I can't I feel like I don't that's know what one to way do. to deal with it <laughs> well I don't want to go to a doctor okay so I think I'll just do that <laughs> great uh, so yeah I don't want to go to a doctor you don't want to go chiropractor yeah I mean, just let Marianne take care she'll I mean she's gonna have a lot of free time pretty soon well I mean I think she already might yeah she I mean she's doing 
fundraisers in like weird like encinitas she's just having fun yeah <laughs> doing her finger guns all over town <laughs> wearing little pantsuit she's cute yeah uh, so i guess i'll do that um gwyneth gwyneth has had a quiet week she did do a speech at the l like powerful women in hollywood um soiree okay. and she uh she referred to herself as like an old lame white lady which you know I guess she is. What is everybody mad about that? No, now? they. I think. Well, it, it's funny. The coverage. Some people like the anti Gwyneth news establishment claims that she was too drunk to. Oh my god! To, uh, to actually prepare and and give a speech, so she just like rambled on and called herself uh, an old lame white lady. But then, L, which obviously like just did the big article about Gwyneth, said that she. She gave a very inspiring speech um, that was self-deprecating and she talked about how she didn't think she was old enough to play Ben Platt's mother, but like in a funny way. Um, so, so you know, who cares? Why okay, exactly. This, that sounds like a good speech. Yeah, I think it sounded, you know, it sounded it great. It sound like she's too drunk to give a speech. No, that's so, it, was, it was like the like the Daily Mail or something that said that. Oh, okay. Or page six or something like that. Um, but yeah, she said, women are so unbelievably powerful and I think we're just living in a time now when we're really starting to unlock that power and we are giving ourselves the permission to unlock our power. We're not waiting for that permission anymore. So. Okay. I mean, hey, good for her. I mean, that's just like the kind of bullshit that people say at events like that Exactly. Zendaya was there. You know, I've been calling her Zendaya for this whole entire time. I think a lot of people call her Zendaya, but it's Zendaya. Yeah. 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 It makes sense because it's Z, it's D A Y. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll all learn eventually. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, other than that, oh, Marie Claire, and one of I think one of our readers brought us brought this to our attention. Uh, Marie Claire did like a sit down interview and session with Shaman Durek, who's uh, Gwyneth's supposed shaman, who is now dating the Princess of Norway, and this woman was like her life was changed from the session. She went into his hotel room and he started touching her. And then she says, um, she just broke down sobbing. She's never, she's never cried that much in her adult life. And, um, so she recommends you do it. It costs $700 and you really? can go to Shaman Durek's hotel room and he'll touch you. Okay. Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you should save some money and do that for your back yeah i would do that see i wouldn't do anything i would only do something like that i would only either like pray about it or like maybe go to this guy's hotel room with him <laughs> like sure. i wouldn't uh do anything else no i think that's smart the, unless it's like my kidneys uh, unless it's like what your kidney like like unless i have like a pro like an like an actual medical problem oh, yeah. but if it's just like a back maybe i should go to a doctor i if it doesn't if it's not getting better I think, I mean, it seems back pain is so horrible. And if it's like a chronic I mean, everybody condition, everybody has it though. I mean, I, it's like common. Yeah, I guess, but I wouldn't give up quite yet or go like straight to Marianne. I mean, that's like my first move. <laughs> I mean, Hey, it might help. Uh, any recipes, any food that you did? Let me think. Let me think. So still kind of on a vegetarian kick, loving being a vegetarian ish person um 
Well, I did actually. Well, I used Instacart for the first time. That's not really goop news at all. Okay. But um, I my car was in the shop this week. Oh, yeah. And I had to go to the grocery store and it was like kind of a pain in the ass. And I, I was like sort of ashamed to use it because I like going to the supermarket and I just feel like using too much like convenience app based delivery services is like kind of like I, I don't like to do it too as much. As long as you tip your driver, I think it's it's good. Yeah, I think it's good. I, I just think it's like I, I for me, like I like to like do my own like. I don't want to be like, I don't want to get like lazy or like yeah, get yeah. like in the house, be in the house too much. But like, of course it's like totally convenient a lot. And like most of the time, like sometimes you don't even have, like sometimes you need it. Like I yeah. did, like it really helps. It can be very convenient. So my sister only uses that stuff, but she's she, a baby. she has a baby and a full-time job. Yeah. So it's like, if I had a baby and a full-time job, yeah. I don't think I would feel bad about doing it. But considering it was like two o'clock in the afternoon and I was just like in my apartment, like sweating. And I just thought like, I'm calling Instacart. I was like, that's why I felt weird about totally. it. Um, but it really, I was like, you know, I, I don't want to like walk and have to like lug a bunch of groceries with my back. I don't want to have my car. And um, I got Sprouts home okay. delivery. Um, and I just did like a block of tofu, some salad stuff and um, like some beans and like frozen corn and tomatoes like put into to, like make like a spicy like sometimes like i make that with like taco seasoning or oh, like yeah. some salsa and i'll just like put that in like a salad or whatever like with quinoa that's great and sprouts it, you it got it from the one in burbank or? i assume it was the one in burbank yeah. i don't know and that's like a little far from here so it makes it's, it's it was an... it was like free delivery because my first time doing oh, it great. and the whole thing costs like 30 bucks <sighs> and um i ended up and they got me wine too. Although he did bring a Chardonnay and asked for a Pinot Grigio, which is like, come on. Yeah, that is a little elementary, but. But that was the only mistake. Uh, yeah, I think that's. And and it was totally fine. And um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Oh, and then I like made up a tofu recipe that was pretty good. Oh, really? Yeah, I pressed it for a really long time. I cubed it. And then I um, marinated it overnight i read online that when you're cooking tofu you want to marinate it but don't use oil because the oil it won't absorb it oh, so it stops it from absorbing the flavor so i just used soy sauce um or actually i used tamari which is like pointless because it's all soy but whatever yeah um oh no the tamari is soy it's gluten right it's tamari is soy it just yeah it's gluten-free uh, okay, so I guess so whatever. goop recipes will always call for tamari, even though you can pretty much always just use regular soy sauce unless you have like a gluten allergy. Yeah, but it's not a it's not a soy substitute. No, it's still a soy in it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just use that. I use some rice vinegar, um, a few cloves of garlic, and this really fun like novelty um, hot honey that I got for Christmas. Ooh. It's like spicy honey. I love a spicy honey. And um, I may have thrown, like if I had a lime, I probably would have put lime juice in it, but I didn't. I think I might that might have been it. And then I just like marinated it overnight and then sauteed it. Yum. And then the next morning, because you're into, with tofu, it's like you can use the marinade. So then I just like poured that over after I cooked it. With oh, that's broccoli. true, yeah. It was like kind of like a beef and broccoli, but with tofu. It was really good. That sounds great. Yeah. Uh, I made the Peruvian roast chicken that was in. Oh, Goop, yeah, I saw. Uh, a couple saw weeks ago. That. And... It was good. I will have to say like for the amount of time spent and because it is another recipe where you're you're marinating the chicken overnight. You're basically brining it. 
Yeah, and then you cook it for three hours. This is the thing. I don't. The, and Goop, if you're listening, we know you're listening. I would double check the the uh, the time for this recipe because I was very conscious about making sure my oven was at 300 degrees. I kept actually switching, like looking at my internal oven thermometer, and then going back up to 300, going to you know 315 if the oven was getting too low. So I made sure it was at 300 for for three hours when the chicken got out of the oven the internal temperature of the meat was like 200 degrees which is overdone honestly so i really don't think you need to do it for three hours mm. um, but did it was it good it was good it you could tell it was a little overdone mm -hmm. but the skin was crispy coming out of the oven which you wouldn't think just uh roasting it at 300 degrees and the the outside of the chicken was good and sort of salty and briny but the it, I, the the marinade doesn't really permeate all of the chicken. I mean, it can't. It never really no, does. No, it doesn't. Um, so it was a good roast chicken. It just seemed not... It was not the same texture as that. Because like real pollo a la brasa is like on the spit. On the, like, yeah, I mean, you're not so going to get, gonna get that, that from just... yeah. Um, but the, the marinade was good. It, it was more of a brine though. So you can't really use the marinade after because it's too salty. Yeah. Uh, but the little chili paste that I bought from Amazon was good. And then the 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 um, salsa verde, the like the green sauce that I made, which was not a goop recipe. It was sort of my own recipe. Oh, I, oh. Was really good. Well, yeah, you make good salsa verde. Because it like, it had um, mayonnaise and I used feta cheese because I didn't have cotilla. And then just a bunch of fresh cilantro and uh, mint and um, a serrano chili. That sounds delicious. Uh, that sounds very of the moment. Totally. That's a very modern recipe. And you roast it with potatoes. The potatoes actually, I was like, sort of thought it was crazy to, to roast potatoes for three hours, but those turned out fine. Oh, I really? I guess you can't overdo a potato. And they were just like little new potatoes. I love those little new potatoes. So yeah, I still have some leftovers. I'll probably make a little chicken sandwich for lunch today. Uh, so yeah, I recommend it, but I do think, I mean, you can do a chicken, a regular roast chicken in an hour and a half and it'll be just as good. You know, the best roast chicken is there's a Sam Sifton, New York Times roast chicken mm. where you take the, you make it in a cast iron pan, but first you put it in the oven and you cook it like really, you get it really hot and you put like oil in it or something i can't remember maybe not and you just like drop the chicken upside down into the pan and oh. it like starts sizzling right away and then you just like you know i don't know whatever you do normal roast chicken stuff put a lemon in it put some butter under the skin whatever you do and then um i can't remember how long you're supposed to cook it i just remember that you like first you get the cast iron pan really hot and you like let it crisp up in there and it cooks really fast and like it the skin comes out perfect that sounds really good yeah everybody google that look for that new york times sam, sam sifton. sifton roast chicken that's my favorite one my go-to is i'll do the ina garten one which i think you 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 preheat the oven with your cast iron pan at like 450 and then when you put the chicken in you just turn it down to 400 yeah um and you that one is ina garten of course so you slather it in butter yeah, I usually like to put um, like butter under the skin mm -hmm. and then and like season season it and just like cover the whole thing in lemon and put like lemon and herbs in the cavity. Oh, for sure. And then just like let it chill out. Very tasty. But yeah, this was sort of a little like last, not last hurrah for chicken, but I'm going to try to not really cook meat much anymore. So, it was, you know, it was Say good. goodbye chicken. Goodbye. Or, you know, see you later. Yeah, I'll see you later. Abiento. Abiento chicken. I, um, yeah, I sometimes like crave chicken. I got these 
Boca chicken patties. I wanted uh, to get the Gardein chicken patty, Gardein. chicken um, strips. Yeah. But they were out when and I went. those are expensive too. Oh, really? You, well, it's like you get a frozen pack for like 4 or $5. And there's there's not that many. In, for me, I could eat like a whole pack in one sitting. Yeah. You have to like really kind of, I think you have to have like two per serving. It's yeah. like, um, they're expensive. But they were out anyway. So I got these Boca ones. I love Boca burgers. That's my favorite veggie burger. But God, this is probably so boring. But um, I got a, I got like the chicken one and it was like kind of, it kind of made me sick. Oh, really? Like sick sick or just did, what didn't taste just good? Just didn't taste yeah. good. It didn't make me sick sick. But I also did something disgusting with it. So it was probably my own fault. Now you have to say what you did with it. I, I got a, I got that gluten-free vegan che- cheese pizza that we got. Oh yeah. And then I. The Udi's? No, the Daya. Oh, the Daya, yeah. And then I put it on that. That doesn't sound disgusting. And then I also put broccoli on it and then i also put hot sauce on it sounds pretty good i thought it sounded good but it wasn't it's like a vegan hot pocket pizza well i love um diet cheese with broccoli on pizza i think that's like my one of my favorite pizzas i still can't i diet diet cheese to me i I still can't do it but the problem with that the that diet gluten-free one is the crust that's what's gross Uh about that pizza and i didn't realize that i'd gotten the gluten-free one again oh yeah 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 on a regular pizza, I can do Daya. Yeah, I'm still going through my my Via Life vegan cheese, which isn't bad, but I'll have to switch to Daya. Yeah, but I'm also like eating dairy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mo- like, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Impossible needs to get into the chicken game because they could. They started. Oh no, Beyond started Beyond? It with chicken. Oh really? But okay. They don't sell the chicken anymore because it didn't do very well. Oh. The the meat, the beef, or whatever is like the big seller yeah. for them. I wonder. Yeah, it's, it seems like the like the texture of chicken would be really hard to emulate. But I don't mind like um a, you know corn the Q U O R N that one. Yeah, it's, that's not vegan. Oh, it's not. Well, I think now maybe it is, but th- when they first came out, they weren't. Oh, that see, that's my favorite like chicken substitute. I love it. Yeah, I used to love it, but then I was like, why am I eating this? It has like. What does egg. it have eggs in it or something? I I think it has like whey and eggs. Oh, okay. And I think it has stuff in it, but I, I don't. I think they may have changed the recipe because hmm. probably customers demanded it. I'll check it out, listeners. What's your favorite fake chicken? Yeah, or fake meat in fake, general. Yeah. Or uh, like, do you even eat it? Do it's you? Too gross. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to the newsletters. It was a nice, easy two newsletter week. Easy breezy. And Everyone's it was really back, it was it was yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, it was back, fine. Back to old goop. Solid. A sol- solid newsletters. Aggie, what was your best of the week? Oh, my best of the week, of course, was the were the vegetarian uh, one pot dinners. Me too. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we we're in agreement. Absolutely. How lovely. What a nice way to start the show. It was really great. Um, I, I mean, we know that you guys listen, like Goop employees listen to this podcast every week. And we're all aware we of say. this. So because Aggie and I are, you know, wanting more vegetarian options, you guys uh, gave Here us what we, we want. Here we are with we're, the vegetarian We're appreciative options. of it. And the the one that I would definitely make is the first one, the sweet potato kale and vegan That sounded to me my favorite too. Because we were just talking about vegan meat, but the best vegan meat ever is vegan chorizo. It tastes exactly the same. You can't tell the difference. Yeah. Well, it's so that, heavily seasoned. And this is, uh, this is not like a vegan soy chorizo that you buy in the store. You make your own v- vegan chorizo. Oh, you make your own. Yeah, out of it's like walnuts and mushrooms. I don't think I would do that. I would just get the get the. See, I I disagree with you that the vegan chorizo tastes to me 
like soy riso and stuff. Oh, really? Like if I put it in stuff in like a taco, or put it's it in okay. like a scramble. In a scramble, it's fine. But it, if you, it, it I don't know. It, it tastes very sort of old school health food store to me by itself. Oh, really? I mean, I think it's like been around for a really long time. Yeah. I think for some reason that was just like a quick. That was like an early adapter, like the chorizo. For sure. To being vegan. And, I don't know why. Yeah. And if you don't want to make your own, that would be a good shortcut to this recipe. But I, because it's funny, my uh, friend at work was talking to me about making vegan tacos. And he said that there was a recipe online that um, it's like a walnut and mushroom combo to I make mean, tacos. That makes sense. It sounds like it would have like a lot of like nutrients. Yeah. And, and it sounds, it sounds really tasty with smoked pap- paprika. So I, I definitely want to try this. It, I want to try. I, I'm excited about all of it, and I'm also excited about the kitchen sink Korean noodle stir fry because because I love Korean food, um, but it's usually pretty beef heavy, yeah, and like meat heavy. So I was like, oh, I might not be able to get good Korean food again, but um, at least now I can like make some version of it at home. And I could be wrong; there might be good vegetarian Korean food here. Yeah, I think there's um. There's a place on Olympic that is known for its uh, tofu dishes. Oh, really? Uh, in in K Town, and it, they have a lot of um, yeah, they have a lot of like cold weather tofu rich soups. Mm. I'm not sure if they're totally vegetarian because it might. I'm not sure what the broth situation yeah. is like, but it's it's more tofu based than beef beef based. Good to know. Yeah, and this one has those um those sweet potato noodles in that are in Korean food. This yeah. recipe. It sounds really good. And then what is what uh, is substituted for the beef? I don't think there's like a substitute. I think it's just it's like just a lot veggies. of vegetables. Got it. Which is honestly better. Yeah. Yeah, that one sounds really good, especially for when the weather gets cold. For when it gets colder. And then the other one is what? The, the third one sounded really good too. It's uh, eggplant and chickpea rice with cilantro and yogurt. Oh, yeah. And this one is basically a, a biryani uh, that you make with with eggplant and chickpeas. Um, oh, so it's yeah. more of like a Mediterranean style dish. This looks really good. Yeah. All three this of these, honestly, maybe we should like make all three for our bonus episode. This yeah. Week. Maybe we should. Then bon- that'll be fun for us. Yeah. Cause we'll Cause get we'll to pig food. out. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, this was a great, and these recipes too. Cause I, and Gwyneth, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's books are really good at this of ma- making recipes that are not like every night recipes, but also not so complicated. Where it's like you could make it on like a Sunday and totally. it wouldn't take your whole Sunday whole yeah, and but you could keep it for the week. Exactly. And sometimes on Goop, I feel like the recipes are either like so sim- like that turkey wrap one that was just literally <laughs> like wrap turkey in a tortilla or <laughs> they have 30 ingredients yeah and the all three of these recipes seem doable on yeah either like you know a weeknight if you want to spend a little extra time in the kitchen or a saturday or su- saturday or sunday afternoon where you don't want to spend a ton of time yeah exactly it's like um and again another goop recipe that doesn't have a million crazy things in it or really expensive powders and no. stuff like that which is a common misconception about the goop recipes yeah the most i mean the most complicated recipe out of these three is probably the sweet potato kale and free- vegan chorizo but that's because they they tell you to make the vegan chorizo and if you substituted soy riso or whatever it would be super simple yeah i bet you they have a a readership that is skeptical about soy soy. oh i'm sure they have to yeah they have to keep everything in the balance yeah (laughs) it's a constant barrage they're like elizabeth warren they're getting things from the left they're getting things from the center they don't want to be filmed saying that they endorse eating soy no (laughs) even though everyone knows you're gonna have to eat some soy soy. yeah (laughs) uh 
What was what was your worst this week? My worst was the elimination diet. <sighs> I've done an elimination diet. I did the whole 30. I We're talking about the Will Cole article, correct? Did that bastard Will Cole write this article? Yeah, he has a new book to sell. That's who's talking about the elimination diet. You didn't even know? I didn't open it. Oh. I just saw that it was there and I was like, fuck this. Oh, yeah. No, this is a Will Cole sponsored article. Uh, it's speculative yet promising, which is sort of funny. It seems like a little bit of a dig it at their like own. For a doctor, for, well, it would be tested by science, right? For a book from a fucking doctor. No, but well, no. Oh, no, but, but of course, he's not a doctor. He's, he's a chiropractor. He's an IFMCP DC. How, uh, and yeah. he has a new book. And this is, I mean, just the inflammation spectrum. The gall of this man to, first of all, take the work of one Mr. Stephen Gundry and one Ms. Melissa Hartwig uh, and combine Melissa Ur- Urban Urban, pardon me, <laughs> and combine their decades of research <laughs> and steal their ideas and then poop out a fucking the inflammation spectrum book. Oh, he has been like cozying up to Melissa Urban, which is not does not roll off the tongue. Of course I want to call her Melissa Hartwig too. She changed her name back to her maiden name. I mean, you get divorced, you should do that. I mean, well, but it's it, everyone, she's already famous. Terms, yeah. It was hard, whatever. Anyway, um, so he has been trying to like get in her good graces for years. And they, I think they really are friends. She yeah. was on his podcast and her she, that was oh, the yeah. one episode of Goop Guys I listened to. That was to. an interesting episode because, yeah, she and Seamus were talking about being like drug addicts and Will had nothing to add to the conversation. I know. I has know. Gundry been on their podcast? I don't think Gundry would go on. I don't know. Well, I he's, think he's too jealous. Pro- well, but now, like, Will Cole's definitely Eve Harron- Harringtoning Gundry and Hart or Urban, excuse me. Well, not Melissa. I mean, Melissa's the queen of the this thing. Like, That's no true. one is going to take her crown, especially not Will Cole. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, no, no. Oh, and he has a ghostwriter too. It says best-selling author of Ketotarian, <laughs> and then it says with Eve Adamson. Eve Adamson, if you're listening. I want all the dirt. Yeah, we want to know. Being Will Cole's ghostwriter. Did she make the whole thing up? How <laughs> yeah. does it work? Um, I mean, he can't even write his own bullshit. He has to get a ghostwriter to do it. Give me a break, Will. Yeah, even Gundry writes his own. Well, who knows? I mean, well, I think Gundry <laughs> Gundry's books seem like they're like self-published. If they are written by a true madman. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like yeah, an elimination diet version of Glenn Beck. I mean that it's like a wild ride into the heart of darkness. Reading one of his books, they are the most intense bullshit I've ever read. That, those anecdotes about how. Uh, lectins are the illegal aliens of the body was truly chilling <laughs> i love i actually he, i love him very much i want to <laughs> read i want to crack open his plant paradox right mm-hmm. now and just kind of for halloween and get a little spooked oh my god it's a little scary so you didn't even open this article i didn't open it i was just like i don't like the i don't think elimination diets are healthy for you unless you're like actually doing it with a doctor to like really get to the bottom of something medical and specific but i think all these self tests people do of like can i eat corn can i eat this can i eat that it i think it makes you crazy and it, it leads to and i don't mean like you are crazy i think i'm by which i mean i think it causes anxiety yes. and i think it's not emotionally healthy for most people to take themselves on a self-guided tour through what they're gonna eat totally and Will, I mean, he knows and we all know that these elimination diets are very popular. So it makes sense that his next book after Ketotarian, because I think Keto's already on the downswing. So he has to like jump to the next craze, which is 
elimination. I, and- yeah, I think ketotarian was a really good idea because that was like the whole in the market of vegetarian version of keto. But his way of doing it was so inaccessible and wild that nobody would ever do that. Yeah, it's it's so impossible to live in the world and 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 eat a ketotarian diet. Yeah, you just have to eliminate so many things. So this one has two versions. There's the core four, which is the basic elimination diet, and then there's the eliminate, which is the hardcore elimination diet. Core. He's trying to come up with something as catchy as Whole Thirty. Yeah. Whole <laughs> core, core four. Core four is you eliminate grains, sugar, dairy, and processed seed oils like canola oil for four weeks, then reintroduce these foods one by one. How is that different from Whole30? It's not. He, Yeah, it's it's completely plagiarizing. I mean, it's almost the exact same thing. And then eliminate is more advanced. And he's, to his credit, he says this is for people that have high inflammation levels, not for like your normal dieter. But this one you do the core four plus you also eliminate nightshades, legumes, eggs, and nuts and seeds. So That's, what is left? Uh, I mean, green vegetables and like grass-fed meat and seafood, I guess. It's like th- that's the end of all of these things are you're spending in order to get a- enough calories to not starve to death. You're spending thousands of dollars on like weird low processed small farmed like beef and and river salmon whatever and then just eating like shit tons of of cruciferous vegetables wait do you have to you eliminate all oils too all uh industrialized seed oil so you can can have have olive oil oil and probably yeah probably like coconut oil and stuff just not like canola oil and soybean oil and stuff i wonder if he makes an exception for ghee they often do they often do Big ghee over here, like whole thirty. You can have a ghee. Is that why is that? Because it you clarified. I don't yeah, know. I no so if you want another inflammation book, uh, go to Amazon.com. From the best seller of Ketotarian comes the inflammation spectrum. Yeah, and figure out what inflames you. Maybe it's grains. What's Maybe he gonna do next? Seeds. I think he's gonna because we've brought back low fat. Which I guess was already already back in the vegan community, but I wonder if Will Cole's gonna jump on that train soon. I think that he's got. I don't think he will. I feel like the low fat versus high fat nutritionists are like at a permanent war with each yeah. other. They're like the Montagues and the Capulets. Like they will never agree. They're never gonna work across the aisle. No, again. no, no, no. Yeah, I guess so. But I think low fat's the way to go. I think so. I've been eating pretty low fat or low saturated fat at least. Yeah, I mean, I think I've been eating just low, regular low old fat. low fat. And I feel like I, I actually, even though I'm in pain and I can't <laughs> sleep, that was before I went low fat. And I do feel like a little lighter. Okay. Lighter yeah. on my feet. Sounds good. Thanks. Uh, so that was both of our worst as well. Wow, we're really matching up this week. Yeah, I know. What was your craziest or saddest? Oh, my saddest wasn't, I mean, it wasn't that sad, honestly. It was just something that I picked because I... I changed my old craziest to the thing I would try, of course, which <laughs> often happens. It gets you. But they had a genuinely ugly piece of clothing in mm. this newsletter that I that doesn't usually happen. I mean, as overpriced as a lot of it is, or expensive as a lot of it is, maybe it's not overpriced. Maybe it's just the the cost of luxury, whatever. Usually, it's pretty nice. 
there is a sweater in one of these articles that is I th- one of the ugliest things I've ever seen in my life. Oh my I think it was in the the article about like how to have like cool street style or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's called the uh, the Stasi jacket, or maybe the brand is Stasi, and it's just called a jacket. I don't Stassi know. Stasi meaning the German police squad, or no, Stasi sorry. meaning the Vanderpump Rules star. I was thinking the Vanderpump Rules star, but there's no T in it. I put the T in it because she's always on my mind, even though I do not watch the show because it gives me depression and anxiety. <laughs> it's called the Saki. S A C A I. Sakai. How do you say that? Sachi. Sachi. Whatever. It's like a gray, like. It's like a white cable knit sweater with a gray cable knit sweater, I guess, also on like the bottom half of it and on the, um, I guess that would be the left arm. And they're separated by a huge braid of white fabric that, <laughs> oh, hangs, I saw off, this. Yeah. that hangs off the side. And then the sleeves, it has long sleeves that are fur cuffed and a huge collar it's one of the craziest and most unattractive things i've ever seen in my life and it looks like the kind of thing that like when you go into a fancy department store or something and you just see like all the crazy stuff that they're obviously selling to like weird old women who just buy whatever whatever they have yeah, the the fur uh, sleeve muff things honestly make, and then yeah, the cable just like the droopiness. It's all drooping, and it's like two different sweaters like mashed together. It's I feel like it's sort of like punk rock, but it's also sort of just like extra cozy, and it's also fashion. I, I don't guess. know. I just hate it. Yeah, it's like Eileen Fisher punk rock. Yeah, it's madness. And it can't be flattering on anyone unless you're a total beanpole. Like you're going to look bulky and weird. I mean, I don't know. It's very weird to me. And the collar? Yeah, everything's bad about it. And it's Oh, it's S A C A I, so it's like Sakai. And you can get it for $1500 at Saks Fifth Avenue. But it's like why is it so expensive? It's the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my life. And it doesn't even look fashionable. I have, yeah, I have no idea. I don't understand it. That is crazy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, what's your... Crazy? Well, my craziest was not that crazy. It was just the the article by the the wellness lady, like Goop's wellness editor, about the, the Goop chews. Oh, yeah. And um, it's called Why We're Taking an Elderberry Chew All Flu Season Long. And... I guess I don't know why this is crazy. It's just that this lady, Kelly Burke, I feel like she is sort of maybe a new hire and we haven't, we don't really hear from her that often, which seems weird because she's the, she's Goop's director of wellness. So you think that a lot of these directives are coming from her. Director of wellness. I mean, it could mean almost anything. It, yeah. And you know that Elise is the one really behind calling the scenes, the calling the shots with all these, this wellness stuff, but oh, it's called perfect attendance. That's the name that we were looking for earlier. <laughs> And it's $30 for 30 chews. They are good. We've tried them. Uh, but this lady, her life seems a lot. Like she, It's one of these things where they're introducing us to her schedule. And it says she starts the day at 5. She's out for a hike or run within the hour. Uh, and then she gets the kids off to school. Um, her husband is like in a private equity firm, so mm-hmm. he's never home. So it's like these people aren't worth hearing from. No. 
Um, and she, but she says she pops these goop chews every afternoon and she never gets sick. Uh, I don't know. And she says like when she first moved to Los Angeles, she never went outside cause she came from Boston where she always liked to run along the river. But then she finally was like, Oh, I guess I could run along the beach. And it just seems odd that in Boston you would always be outside and in LA you like wouldn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, LA is the place that like, it's not snowy and freezing cold half the year. Yeah. So I, I hope we hear more from her just because this is a fun, it's a fun, like, uh, a fun position to have at Goop to be the director of wellness. You think that would sort of I think that be a big I, deal. I don't think it's a big deal. I think they just slap that title on anybody. It's like Trump's press secretary kind who of. Yeah, it's I sort think, of a ceremonial post. I think everyone's a director of something over there. <laughs> well, I don't know. But uh yeah, I'm gonna try my generic brand of elderberry chews that cost twenty dollars for ninety instead of thirty for thirty and see if they do me good yeah the this is my thing i would try is elderberry for the winter because my therapist has been telling me for like years to take elderberry you know therapists no matter how good they are they always believe in like weird supplements and stuff like they all Hmm. they're they're always telling you to take this shit anyway mine is like elderberry it's so good blah 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 like i don't know but i got some and it was way too sweet like it tasted it was i got an elderberry syrup oh i thought about getting that it was too sweet. I mean, it tastes like it's like you would put it on ice cream. Do you, it's just do you like, mix it with water, or you just take a teaspoon of it, or whatever? I just take a spoonful of uh, it, like medicine, like cough syrup. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just like candy. But you could mix it with water. You could put it in like a tincture of some type. I'm that sure, good if to you me. wanted to. I mean, it was pretty good, but I don't know if it was doing anything for me. But I guess I saw it on here and I thought, you know, that's one of the easier ones elderberry for immunity and it seems like it's becoming more and more mainstream how i feel like vitamin c and like echinacea were when we were growing up now everyone's saying elderberry is the thing for immunity. it's like the new vitamin c and i guess because it is sweet and like tasty it's it probably easily easily marketable to people yeah and, and they vitamin make c was always like orange flavor yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. well i'm excited to try hopefully i won't get sick again yeah all not. season yeah so that was what you would try yeah. Was the elderberry. What would you try? I, what did I say? Oh, I would try, oh, this is actually from the Goop 15, which I was surprised because I know I'd been complaining about the Goop 15 and there was a, a lot of fun stuff on it this time. It seemed like the the people writing it actually cared about the things that they were recommending. So this is an app called Journey, of course, spelled weird, J-O-U-R-N-Y. So it's just missing the E. And it's it's sort of like a, like an app-based con- concierge service mm-hmm. that seems cool. It's $25 a day, which isn't crazy, but it's not like the cheapest thing either. And you get you say where you're going and all of your sort of likes and dislikes and what you want to do. And then they'll come back to you with an itinerary of your vacation. Oh, um, that's nice. And I don't that know sounds if, really fun. Y- yeah, I don't know if they like make reservations for you too or they just give you the itinerary. But it seems it seems like a good idea, especially now that like travel agents aren't really a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And you want to, if you want it to be a little bit more curated than, uh, than just going on online and, and making reservations yourself or like looking at a guidebook. So I'd be curious to try it, but it's, it sounds like this could be an actual good idea, which is rare in this day and age. Very rare. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like 
taking the travel agent out of it and just using the service, but yeah, like tra travel agents were so useful. You know, the only sort of destination, Disney yeah, Disney, that's what I was gonna say. It's they still rely on travel agents, yeah, because you only can get the good deals if you go through a travel agent. I mean, travel agents are still out there, and I think that they're they're free. They're usually free because they get like kickbacks from the hotels. Exactly. And stuff. Um, so I don't know why people don't use them anymore, but I think people still do use them sometimes when they go like abroad for like big vacations. Yeah, it's tough because if you're if you're paying if you're like going all out or like uh, spending money at a nice hotel, you can always use their concierge services too. So you don't necessarily need a travel agent but it's not just their concierge because it's like it's like if you're going on like a european trip and you're going to like three cities to help you organize That's like true. the flights the transportation um i think just all that stuff it, it's helpful yeah yeah especially if you're going to uh places where you don't speak the language yeah. to, to get reservations i mean i've never used one but i've always um, it sounds fun. I'd actually want to be a travel agent. I think it seems kind of fun too. I actually knew a girl who was a travel hmm. agent. Um, yeah, look into it. Yeah. <laughs> be the world's last travel agent. Or maybe I'll get there. a job at Journey. Yeah. Work at Journey. Maybe it'll come back. I think it will. I think people want to like do less work. Well, now going to a travel agent seems like the most extravagant luxury in the world because it's like just do it yourself and like struggle on the internet by like trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Yeah. When like a travel agent is like a free service that could like help people. And it's so stressful like making sure you get oh the cheapest flights or like get a connecting flights or get a deal on your hotels. Yeah, it seems weird that it's why a service are, that no one uses i don't know why we're going about so hard for travel agents right now <laughs> but we are uh and we have no trips coming up no are you kidding me uh so what would you buy oh i would just buy new makeup brushes they have a 30 dollar mm. concealer brush on here which i think is like kind of expensive but not like unheard of or unreasonable um but i feel like i need new brushes because mine are so gross that even though i wash them they like still like they always have like some like goo hardened into the base and i'm just like this is fucked up and probably really bad for my skin oh yeah yeah that sounds good and Thanks. useful yeah i need a new like kitchen scrubber um mm -hmm. because mine is gross and i never think of replacing it like to get you know those little like brushes you use to clean out your water bottles and stuff oh yeah yeah i need a new one yeah 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 that reminded me of that i would buy so we all know Dr. Barbara Sturm, who... What? Bar Dr. Barbara Sturm, S-T-U-R-M. She's one of the... Oh, the face person. Elite face people. Um, been doing it forever. She came out with anti-pollution drops. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. Which, if you live in LA, especially this season, you have air pollution, the fires, it's all horrible for your skin. And she says that not only can it cause wrinkles, but like external air pollution can actually cause skin cancer. So what is that true <laughs> who knows but she created these anti-pollution drops that are 145 dollars and you put a few drops on your skin and it says smog particles are generally too large to penetrate the skin but they can disturb the barrier resulting in dehydration sensitivity uneven skin tone dullness acne and premature aging and um and these drops protect you from it so, yeah, that's something that I am concerned about is like the air quality. Because it's getting, it's. I, I mean, maybe it's just this time of year because of the fire, but like it's getting worse and worse. I feel like I, 
the smog levels are worse than when I moved to LA. I don't know. Yeah, the smog levels are really bad. They they only get worse and like yeah, the I don't know. What? I feel stressed out about my skin all the time. The like there was a time when the smog levels were getting better cuz I remember coming down to LA when I was a kid and it, you could hardly breathe and it was so smoggy. And now it's like a little bit better, but I'm also afraid that the because of the Trump administration he's going to like uh, repeal all of the the air quality laws that California has passed. Oh yeah, I mean they're already, they're trying already doing to. it. Oh God, we need a Green New Deal. I just I don't know. I don't understand why. Well, I do understand why the Republican Party is like so hell bent on making sure that we remain reliant on fossil fuels. Yeah, but I just don't understand why they would actually do it. I don't understand how you could make that. I just, it's crazy to me. It's a big fuck you to all the people that care about it. Or, but also to themselves. Yeah, no, but they don't care. They'd rather kill themselves than, um, make liberals win. So that's a bum note to end our podcast on, but unfortunately it's the truth. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, if you like this podcast, Please. You know, we have merch. We do have merch. Go to our Teespring store and buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. There's a fun uh, Goop Yourself logo shirt. There's uh, a fun Goop Ladies uh, name. I don't know how you, what you say. The name shirts. Where it's yeah, like it's this like a name shirt. Those are fun. Uh, you Mugs. We have phone cases. We have like whatever you want basically is on there. So just go poke around, find something you want and buy it. And then show the world that you love Goop Yourself. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. Um, but other than that, we also have a Patreon. Patreon.com slash goop yourself. Uh, $5, you get a bonus podcast and a newsletter every month. Um, $1, you get a newsletter only, but that's not too bad. No, $1. I mean, you'll not even miss it. And you'll get to read our Brian and Aggie's recommendations, non-goop recommendations, just from the rest of our lives every single month. Last week, it was just a list of my favorite teas, which actually isn't selling. Oh, that is not a very enticing sounding newsletter. No, it was great. It was was a great list of teas. I mean, I'm drinking a lot of tea. Uh, I usually talk about weird old movies and, um, who else? What else? I don't know. We talk about all kinds we talk of about shit, everything. whatever we're into right now. Uh, and then also, if you don't want to spend any money, you, you can also help us by going to Apple Podcasts, giving us a nice review, a five-star rating, or wherever you listen to your podcast, be it Spotify or Stitcher or whatever. Yes, we're on everything. Please, please rate us five stars, five star only. And then, yeah, listen to our other podcasts. Aggie has the experts every week, and I have High Camp. And I guess that's about it, right? That's it. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.